to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Hey, look, don't forget, follow me on Twitter, the Twitter, at Big Sarge Sports with a Z. Hey, listen, okay, I gotta gotta say this, right? I have got to say this. Wow. Free agency has really blown my mind. Free agency has blown my mind, but that ain't what I'm here to talk about right now. Well, we'll, I'm not here to talk about free agency. We'll talk about that tomorrow on tomorrow's podcast. We'll talk about that. But right now I'm here to talk about something else that's going to probably piss a lot of people off. Hold on. Let you know what? There's somebody else that could start this segment better than I can. Let me just go ahead and turn it on over to, you know, uh, blue eyes. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New Listen, can't nobody say it better than uh, Mr. Blue Eyes himself, right? Nobody. Nobody can say it better than him. New York, New York. I got one question. What the hell is going on in the concrete jungle? And I know. Y'all gonna get mad. I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool. I got a lot of people that's gonna probably be mad, especially New Yorkers. It's okay. I'm cool with that. But what the hell is going on in New York? I remember it was a time where you could argue that New York was the mecca of sports. The Knicks had a really good team. The Yankees, of course, is the kings of New York. I mean, how many uh, uh, championships do they have? How many World Series banners do they have hanging at their stadium? The Mets, they had a pretty good team when they had, you know, Doc Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, Keith Hernandez, uh, Mookie. uh, What was Mookie's last name? I can't think of Mookie. Mookie Wilson. Mookie Wilson. Like, they had a really good team at one point. Hell, even the Jets was okay when Rex Ryan was coaching them. I mean, of course, y'all had... I won't even talk about the butt fumble. Let, let's not talk about that. But the Jets, they, they didn't have a bad team. They had an, an okay team. And the Giants, I mean, they're a Super Bowl franchise. They are a Super Bowl winning franchise. But uh, what happened? What happens? Now I look on the TV 
or on the internet, and I see Stephen A. Smith about to blow a gasket. I mean, Stephen A. Smith is about to go ballistic, or he's going ballistic, going crazy. Spike Lee looked like he thinking about an old episode of 21 Jump Street or the glory days of when he was Mars Blackman. It's got to be the shoes, money, money. It's got to be the shoes, right? He looks so dejected. He looks so sad. I feel sorry for Spike. I just want to pick him up and hold him and be like, it's going to be okay. One day, one day, R.J. Barrett will lead you all back to championship contention, right? Yeah. And then you got Derek Jeter, who's down in Miami trying to figure out what goes in a Canadian gift basket. Like, what do you put in a Canadian gift basket? Because now that, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays are trying to play in uh, Tam- uh, trying to play in Florida and in Canada, Derek is figuring out, well, when we play Tampa, I want to play them in uh, Canada because, you know, I ain't never really been there in a long time. And, mm-hmm. Y'all don't know the story about behind the Derek Jeter gift baskets? Look that up. I will say this, though. Gold star for you, Mr. Jeter. Hey, your list, bro, is star-studded. I cannot take that from you. Okay, but seriously, I mean seriously, what has happened to New York sports? So like I said earlier, NBA free agency started today. And I'm going to talk about that tomorrow, but NBA free agency started today. And uh, I knew it wouldn't be long before the Knicks messed up. Before the Knicks, I, I I knew it wouldn't be long before the Knicks messed up. So they didn't get K- KD. They didn't get Kyrie. Like they expected to once they traded away their best player in Christoph Porzingis to the Mavericks. When they created all this cap space to be able to hold two max players. And they didn't get KD and they didn't get Kyrie. Hold on. And earlier this year, they lost. uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Earlier this month, Zion went to the Pelicans. Zion went to the Pelicans, not the Knicks. You know, y'all tank the whole season to try to get, you know, to, to put yourselves in position to get Zion Williamson. And you end up with the number three pick. So now you end up with the number three pick and you don't have Christos Porzingis. And free agency, you lose out. What is going on? Hey, but look, if anybody deserves this type of luck, if anybody deserves this type of luck and bashing by the Brooklyn Nets, it's none other than Mr. Jim Dolan himself. <laughs> Mr. Jim Dolan. Y'all remember him? He, he, remember he had Charles Oakley? Like a New York icon. A Knicks legend. Remember he had him kicked out of the garden and banned from the garden? What about the fan he had banned for saying he should sell the team? Y'all remember that? All the fans said was you, you should sell the team. And Jim Dolan came back and said... Do you like your seats? And then he ended up banning him 
for his First Amendment right. And now, now it's reported that they didn't even offer KD. They didn't even offer KD the max. How do you not offer Kevin Durant the max? Well, uh, I mean, we didn't want to give him the max due to health reasons. And we just figured that, you know, the offer that we made was good enough. Are you serious right now? I mean, I understand. It's Jim Dolan. Of course, it's going to be that way. I, I'm, not mad at, I'm not mad at that. I'm not surprised either. But wait, it gets better. Now y'all got, let, let, let me tell y'all what President Steve Mills said. And I quote, while we understand that some Knicks fans could be disappointed with tonight's news, we continue to be upbeat and confident in our plans to rebuild the Knicks to compete for championships in the future through both the draft and targeted free agents, which really is just saying, uh, Nick, Nick fans, Knicks fans, we messed up. But I mean, we know it ain't nothing y'all going to do about it. So we're going to keep on doing what we're doing. If it was something that you all could do about it, y'all would have been uh, made Jim Dolan sell the team. You're going to continue to pursue championships through uh, free ag- targeted free agents and the draft. Two things you've messed up in within the last month. I understand you got R.J. Barrett. I think that R.J. Barrett is a really good player. Don't get me wrong. I think that he's a good player. But look how much money you just gave Julius Randle. Listen, I understand he looks like Zion Williamson, but he doesn't play like Zion. Doesn't have the star power of a Zion Williamson. Like, I know they look like they could be brothers. I know that they look like John Coffey is their daddy, John Coffey, sir. But Julius Randle is not Zion Williamson. You gave Taj Gibson, a 34-year-old journeyman, you signed him to a big contract. What type of moves are those? You lost. You lost in the draft as far as the order. Like I said, I think R.J. Barrett is going to be good, but you lost in the draft order, in the lottery, and now you've lost in free agency. All that that you've done, you had to know that Jim Dolan was going to come and mess it up, right? Because that makes absolutely no sense on what he did. Hmm. Then again, it does. It falls right in line with that football team called the New York Giants that is headquartered out of New Jersey. I can never understand that. I'm like, I don't understand. Like y'all the New York Giants, don't y'all play in Sea Caucus, New Jersey? It's really weird to me. Now don't get me wrong, it happens. The Dallas Cowboys play in Arlington. Before that, they played in Irving. So I get it. I get it. But it's still just weird to me that the New York Giants, why, couldn't they be called like the New Jersey Giants? 
Why, why they just can't call them the New Jersey Giants? And they share a stadium with the New York Jets. So you know what that means? That means that every Sunday, there's horrible football being played by the home team. Whichever the home, whoever's the home team of that week, it's terrible football being played. Being played, either it's the Giants or it's the Jets. Cause see, let's not forget that wonderful first round pick in this year's NFL draft. You know that Eli Manning clone. Like y'all seen this guy, right? Like if anybody could play Eli in the Manning movie, look at the moon. If anybody could play. Eli, in the Manning movie, look at the... So y'all don't know what I mean by when I say look at the moon, right? I won't rehash it. I talked about it on my Tales of Two Dads podcast, talking about LeVar Ball and Archie Manning. When I say the, you know, when, 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 I, when I say that the movie is called Look at the Moon, I'm just talking about what Peyton Manning did when he was at the University of Tennessee to that female trainer. I won't rehash it. Go look it up. Make sure you listen to the tales of two dads uh, on this uh, uh, on this podcast. Not on this podcast, but, you know, on my station, on my channel. All right. Anyway, the Giants took Daniel Jones, the quarterback out of Duke with the number six pick. Yeah. Daniel Jones out of Duke with the number six pick. And I won't go over his stats at Duke. I won't. That that's gonna take a long time. That's a whole nother podcast. But I'm gonna say this. There were some intramural quarterbacks on campus with a better completion and touchdown rate than Daniel Jones. Yeah, intramural. Powder puff. Uh built men on Madden. They had that look way better than Daniel Jones out of Duke. Go look up his stats. And then in particular, look at the game against Baylor. He came up really, really short against lesser competition. These, these, these teams that, that's barely D1, he came up short. Did not have a winning record in the ACC. Like, just go and look that up. Know who he reminded me of? Josh Allen. I digress. All right, so um, Jim Dolan Jr., right? Jim Dolan Jr. took, okay, y'all don't know who Jim Dolan Jr. is. Jim Dolan Jr. is Dave Gettleman, the general manager of the New York Giants, right? He's the general manager of the New York Giants. He took Daniel Jones, a very unproven quarterback, over Dwayne Haskins, starting quarterback from the Ohio State University, who had more touchdowns in the season than Daniel Jones had in his career. Go go look it up. And Gettleman had the nerve to say, well, I mean, if we would have took him, somebody else would have took him. No, nobody else was going to take Daniel Jones. Not that high. When you got a player like Dwayne Haskins on the board, and I know, have confidence in me. 
I know what I'm doing. I've been here before. I've done this before. I've had John Elway. I've had uh, Eli Manning. I've had uh, Jim Kelly. I've had Cam Newton. Nah, bro, we don't trust you. You need more people. We don't trust you, bro. And when you take an unproven quarterback, I don't care that, that, that Dwayne Haskins only played one year at Ohio State. That one year against way better competition than what Daniel Jones played in his three years as a starter, that one year was all you should have seen. But you took an Eli Manning clone. So, I mean, Dave Gettleman ain't no better than Jim Dolan. And what did I say? Jim, I'm calling him Jim Dolan Jr., even though his name is Dave Gettleman. He got rated the worst GM in the NFL. The worst. He was rated the worst GM in the NFL. And to make matters worse, he did even negotiate with safety Landon Collins, and he traded arguably one of the top three receivers in the NFL in Odell Beckham Jr. after he had signed him to a lucrative contract and said, and I quote, we didn't sign him to trade him, but then you traded him to the Cleveland Browns. What am I missing here? Jim, Jim, <laughs> Jim Dolan for the Knicks. Gentlemen for the Giants. It's almost like they share the exact same brain. So I know by now, I, I know, by now, New Yorkers, y'all are pissed at me. I know, y'all pissed at Sarge. It's okay. But one thing I can never understand is how y'all bash other teams and don't want nobody to bash y'all's. That's crazy to me. Like, that's very crazy. Speaking of crazy, last but not least, and no, I won't go into the Jets or the Bills. I mean, how much time do we actually have? Adding them will make this a day long podcast like this will go on for a whole day if I added the issues and the problems from the Jets and the Bills. I won't do that. I digress. I would be doing you all a disservice if I didn't bring up the favorite little brother of New York. And that's the Mets. Yes, that great 37 and 47 team who is on a seven game losing streak right now. Last I checked, though, they were winning. I think it was eight to four against the Braves. But they're on a seven game losing streak. And I walked away. It was the eighth inning. They were up eight to four. You know how bad their bullpen is. They blow every game. So I'm not surprised if I go back and the final score will be 10 to eight. Yeah. That model franchise in the New York Mets. Okay. Can we just go ahead and call them a train wreck? Can, can we just go ahead and say that the Mets are a train wreck. They, they, have y'all ever seen the movie Life? You remember what they call, um, uh, what was it, Bokeem Wood? No, stop. Is it Bokeem Woodbine? Is that his name? Can't get right. 
Y'all remember the baseball player, ironically, who who they call can't get right? That would be that would describe the whole New York Mets organization. Last night, right? Last night, they celebrated the 1969 World Series team by remembering two deceased players, right? So during their remembrance uh, part of the celebration to celebrate the team that was on the field, they had, you know, players who were deceased. So they had that that remembering uh, uh, ceremony playing on the board, the big board. It was beautiful. Problem is, two of the players that they said was deceased were standing on the field. Like they were standing on the field. How mad would you be to look up at a sign and it says, in remembrance of Big Sarge? I'd be like, what the what? Did I, what the what? Am I in Field of Dreams or something? Did they build it because I came? But I mean, they told me to come because they said that they was going to honor me. Like, where am I right now? The board say I'm dead. I say I'm living. See how that works? New York Mets. Can't forget last week that the pitcher, Jason Vargas, and the manager, Mickey Calloway, went off on a reporter, threatened physical harm to him, cussed him out, told him, get out the locker room. No, I'm sorry. The manager told one of the uh, uh, Mets personnel, get this MF out of my locker room. Jason Vargas threatened to beat him up. <sighs> yeah. That happened. And that apology that you all gave was so weak. Oh, my goodness. It was terrible. It was terrible. But, hey, look, what can we expect from a team whose manager, G, I'm sorry, whose general manager, Brody Van uh, Wagenen, I hope I'm spelling his name right, Brody Van Wagenen, we can't expect anything from a general manager or a team in the position that the New York Mets are in when you ha when that guy who is your general manager is calling to have players removed from the game, right? He's calling to have he had pitcher Jacob DeGrom removed from a game in Arizona on last uh on, was it last week maybe week before last. But he had Jacob DeGrom removed from a game in Arizona. Problem is, he was in New York. You're watching the game on television, and then you call somebody to call somebody to go get somebody to go tell the manager to pull the pitcher. Is that not crazy? Is that not crazy? You're 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 the general manager with no trust in your manager, your skipper. And you're running the franchise from your house when there's way somewhere else. That ain't something you're supposed to do. If you got trust in your manager, let him manage. And if he messes up, then you could talk to him when he gets back or after the game when he calls you. Leave him a message to call you. Not call somebody to go get somebody to go get somebody to have to tell the manager to pull somebody out of the game. But this is the state of mind of a lot of New York sports franchises.
What I just described to you, does that not sound like something Jim Dolan would do? Does that not sound like something that Dave Gettleman would do? Now, I like to go out on a positive note. I do. I always like to end things positive. So I will say this. The Nets did get better today by signing Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Jordan. I also seen that DeAndre Jordan, I mean, that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving took less money so that DeAndre Jordan could get $10 million a year. So they took less money so DeAndre Jordan could make money. So the Nets, I applaud you. The Brooklyn Nets did an outstanding job. The Yankees, they look good. They went across the pond, went overseas, won games over there. If I'm not mistaken, they swept the Red Sox. They're in first place. They've been through a lot of adversity as far as injuries are concerned. And yet they just and they still are. They still, excuse me, have one of the top records in baseball right now, even through all that adversity. So it's not all of the New York franchises. It's not all of them. But I will say this. It may not be all of them. But it's uh, enough of them. It's enough. It's enough bad sports franchises in the state of New York that leads me to believe that something just ain't right. Something is not right. So yes, like I said, I'm in this positive. The Nets, the Nets and the Yankees, they look good. Yet that ain't enough to remove the stench. Of that rotten apple smell coming from all those other franchises. On tomorrow's podcast, we will be talking about free agency. And Rockets fans, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you because if there's nothing else I love better to do is to say, I told you so. I told you so. Yes, we will be talking about Jimmy Butler. I'm out. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today